what's up? This is your girl, Brianna Betty, coming to you with another episode of Bigger and Better Podcast. And you guys, we are almost through the entire football season. This time has just gone by too fast, but really not fast enough since the Cowboys have sucked since week four, maybe even before that. So (laughs) I've been waiting on this season to end, and I must say I was, like, not even paying attention to some of the endings because, hey, I was salty. I've been salty ever since my team got kicked out of the playoffs, even though we weren't going to make the playoffs. Um, But I am glad a few things have happened since I last talked to you guys. So I was off with a couple of my things. So woo woo, wait, wait, woo woo, woo woo. This is Championship Sunday, and we have the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, but he's no longer concussed. Your boy, your boy went limp. I don't. Wow. And for them to say that he is over his concussion less than seven days, but the average human sometimes has effects of a concussion up to a month. But that's none of my business. But let's just hope that he's really healed and that they would really look out for his health because that's what the NFL says. Hmm. Because most people, when they get a concussion, they're out longer than how many days has it been? He was, like, practicing a little bit today. So it was, like, five five days, six days later? Okay. So y'all say. But anyways, <laughs> I'm no hater, Kansas City Chiefs fans. I know. You guys have the golden boy. And... I predicted that y'all were going to win, and you guys did. And now you guys are going to be going up against Josh Allen and the Bills uh, with Diggs, and they have a great defense. Hey, the Bills' story is amazing. Uh, first things first, I want to talk about something that I saw about the Bills fans. They were actually donating to Lamar Jackson's charity after he – well, after they gave his the team gave him a concussion. So that's very nice. Um, it's a nice, like, thank you, you know, um, because who would even think to just, you know, start volunteering to donate? So that's awesome. Go Bills fans. I see y'all aren't jumping into tables, but you're jumping into charity. And I like that. I like that a lot. Um, but as a Bills fan, I kind of feel bad for y'all because I think Patrick Mahomes, concussed and all, I still believe that he's going to come out there throwing darts. I mean, he has so many options. Everywhere he looks, somebody can catch it. For, they can, He can throw it five yards, and then it could be a touchdown because they, they could run the extra 50. Everybody out there is pretty fast and electric. Of course, he has Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. Um, it, it's just the thing is, what are they going to do? Are they going to – Run the ball. Um, now I'm talking about the Bills. Are the Bills going to be able to run the ball on the Chiefs? Now, if they can run the ball on the Chiefs, then maybe we're talking. But if we're talking about a shootout and you want to be in a shootout with Patrick Mahomes, I'm not sure about that because then you're going to – I can see this game going back and forth, back and forth, all the way up to the last minute. Then you leave 30 seconds on the clock. Patrick Mahomes comes down, score touchdown, and they're off to the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Because – you're going to have to get some stops, and you're going to have to run the ball and control the clock. Control the clock, Bills, please, if that's what y'all are going to do. Because I don't know where I'm putting my money right now, but I want to see the underdog win. I don't want to see another back-to-back, I mean, a back-to-back champion. Um, 
And I love just the Bills story. I mean, their coach, um, McDermott, he's come from, I mean, he hasn't even been their coach for that long. I remember when he first got hired and people were like, who is this? And he came up there, I mean, they whooped my Cowboys ass on Thanksgiving in front of the whole world. Man. Well, anyways, though, <laughs> so on that game, I do still have the Chiefs pulling it off. Man, like I said, in the last seconds. We'll see, though. We'll see what it is. High-scoring game, a shootout, because I don't know if the Bills are going to run the ball. Um, I saw a stat that they said that they've only run the ball about 20 times in the last couple games, in the last two games. Like, what? Huh? Um, that's definitely not enough, and you need to control the clock. So that's that on that. <clears throat> and so, um, let's see. The other side, let's go to the NFC. We have Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers, the two old kings. Now, on my last video, I did say I'm hoping that either Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, and I also had Drew Brees or Phillip Rivers, I was hoping one of these old heads go ahead and win the Super Bowl. And I told y'all, as soon as one person retires, it will be like, ah, oh, they will all start retiring because they're all just in competition with each other. They just don't want to be the one to retire first. Or, you know, it's like when you're playing. You don't want to be the – you know, you might be tired of playing, but you're not the one to quit first. Well, at least I'm not. I'm super I'm super competitive, so I'm not the one to quit first. But I believe that's kind of how it is, y'all. I mean, if you know what I mean. If you're competitive like I am, I will keep playing until you quit. Otherwise, there is no game. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. We got that the two old heads. Um, you did see that Drew Brees retired. Or, sorry, Drew Brees. I ain't saying this for you, but word on the street was that Drew Brees was gonna retire, and looked like he was gonna retire. He was doing wave. He was waving. He did like the whole wave thing. But it just doesn't feel right because I feel like he should got a better send off. Ooh, the game didn't quite go as planned, and people. We saw that he couldn't move the ball down the field. Now, if you guys recall, y'all told me I didn't know what I was saying. I mean, that's often because I'm always ahead of you, two steps ahead. But I told you guys that Drew Brees was old, and there's nothing wrong with that. And Philip Rivers is old, and there's nothing wrong with that. And congratulations to both of them. They had amazing, amazing careers. Drew Brees got a Super Bowl. Oh, I remember when he got that Super Bowl in the I mean in the Superdome for I mean, first of all, you know, it was one of those games. I can think what was the game. And Reggie Bush was on the team. I got to look it up, y'all. The the Superdome went crazy. It was like the first game back after Hurricane Katrina. It was the most electrifying game I had ever seen. And from then on, nobody ever wanted to stay I mean, and, you know, nobody ever wanted to be there. You know what I mean? So, man, electric. You hear me? Electric. I got to see what game that is, and maybe I can get some highlights for y'all or something. I'll tweet it, maybe. But, yeah, so, Drew Brees, shout out to you. Philip Rivers, man, mm, not so much. You didn't get a Super Bowl, but that's okay because you also put up historic numbers. You had nine kids and played football. Like, I don't know anybody else out there doing that. I mean, 
Wait, maybe, okay, there might be one or two people that are battling with you, but nine kids as a quarterback and you were traveling two hours to and from work? What? What? Every day? Man, y'all, come on, the dedication that Philip Rivers had to put in, I don't know why he just didn't fucking move. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm trying to be good. I'm trying to be a good person. I'm sorry. Ooh, but I'm thinking, why you didn't just move? You're traveling two. I saw it says he's traveling two hours to and from work. What? And watching film during that time and then going home to nine kids? Wow. That's a man of dedication. And all of that, and he doesn't curse. Come on, y'all. Come on. Give it up for Philip Rivers. I mean, that's not his only accomplishments, but come on. <laughs> If anything, that's a hell of, that's a hell of an accomplishment. So shout out to them. But let's just hope that either Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, one of them, win the Super Bowl. I think. Um. Well, even if Tom Brady wins, he ain't gonna walk off into the park, and neither will Aaron Rodgers. But I think it's gonna be a great duel. They both deserve it. Their teams are both good. Um. Maybe I am overlooking the Packers because I just don't. It's amazing how the Packers can put up so many points, and I just don't know where they're coming from. You know, they do have Devontae Adams, but it's just like, who is their star? Like, that is their star. Yes, yes, he's a star. But then it's like, damn, is he? are they just winning like a one-man show? And sometimes I do see them have other people, and of course they have an amazing running back, okay? I can't, um, can't deny uh, that they have an amazing running back. But it just seems for the, how many points they can put up so quickly is just like, well, damn, you would think they have an all-star studded team. And to think they were wanting a wide receiver during the draft, and they didn't even need one. I mean, it probably would I mean, it'd probably be even better to have one, but you have Aaron Rodgers. Come on now. But then I'm still thinking, why the hell did they use it as a quarterback pick? And let me tell you why. They used that pick as straight motivation. And I guess they have felt that maybe Rodgers had become complacent. And they they put some new blood in him, and he, he can see that everybody else start retiring. And, you know, like, hell, hold up, hold up. I'm not, I'm old, I'm older and refined, but I'm not old. Come on now. And, of course, Aaron Rodgers, he's still a beast. Um, so in this game, I can probably guarantee that somebody will be called offsides and then Aaron Rodgers will throw it for a touchdown. Like, that's the shit he does. Or there will be 12 men on the field and he'll throw it for a touchdown. That's the shit he does. So Aaron Rodgers is very smart. But at the same time, Tom Brady is smart, but he doesn't play defense. So we have to go to the defensive side of the ball. Oh, and then I want to say for the Bucks, it says that Antonio Brown is out for the Bucks. So they're really, man, I really hate that for them because I thought they were going to be working with the three combo, the three-piece combo like my Cowboys and have three elite wide receivers. But with Antonio Brown out, it seems that they'll only have Mike Evans and then they'll still have um, Goodwin, Godwin, Godwin. Yeah, it's either Goodwin or Godwin. When I look at his jersey, when I see the G and the O, I'm like, hmm, I don't know. It might be too good. <laughs> so yeah, y'all know, y'all know who I'm talking about—the other wide receiver. So it would have been a trio, but uh, I guess it's just gonna be a duo. So you already know what's gonna happen, okay? They're gonna try to lock up um, 
Evans. They're going to try to lock up Evans because it seems like, I hate to say this, but it seems like he gets the most frustrated. He'll get frustrated easily, and I don't like to say that. But then the other one, he, mm, Evans is a fucking beast. So, anyways, even though he's frustrated, <laughs> they should still throw him the ball. Because um, I'm not sure that you can put all your faith into Gronkowski. Well, because, first of all, it seems like, okay, Gronk's timing is off. Of course, he came back to um, be back with Tom Brady. But have you noticed that nobody's even speaking of Gronk? It's because he hardly gets any targets. But I think it's really he's, like, out there as a decoy and he's out there to block, kind of like Jason Witten was, but just not as slow. But I think on this game, you will see, you'll see the Gronk being used. You may even see a Gronk spike. I think you'll see Gronk being used more um, because Antonio Brown is out. So in that game, the Bucks versus the Packers were going to the defensive side. And when I look at the defense, oh, I mean, the the Packers, they have a good, a good secondary. I believe their secondary, I mean, well, let's not say good. They have a good enough secondary, I feel, to match up with Green Bay. The matchups are good. That's what I think is happening. The matchups are good. So we'll see. And then they have a pretty good defensive line. Tampa Bay has a pretty good offensive line. Um, And, man, it's going to be a toss-up, guys. But I'm going to go ahead and go with the Packers because I think that Tom Brady is going to throw some interceptions. I hate to say it, but sometimes he sees ghosts. Sometimes it's like sometimes he he is legit, but sometimes it's like he'll be thinking way ahead of the receiver and they don't be on the same page. And so then he'll be like, okay, he's supposed to be there, and then he'll throw it to there and nah. But maybe that was only early in the season. But come on, y'all. We did see this happen a couple weeks ago too. But you never know, y'all. They stomped them last time they met. Last time um, the Packers and the Bucks met, I believe that the Bucks stomped them. So let me make sure. Let me look that up because somebody will be like, oh, you lying. So anyways, y'all, I believe. Okay. So the game, yes, will be at 2.05, and that is Central Time. And the last time they played was October 18th. And let's see. I believe it was like a beatdown when I saw it. <laughs> hmm. You know, when you look up shit on the Internet, you have to always be specific. Why didn't I think of that before? <laughs> so, guys... If I have to pick anybody, of course, I have to go with A-Rod. Um, the Buccaneers have won the last game 38-10. to 10. Come on. Can A-Rod come back? It's just like something happened last time. that I didn't like what I was seeing because they didn't have offense, but they got Aaron Rodgers. It's the revenge of the 12s. So, guys, other than that, hmm, a couple things I wanted to talk about, things that were just on my mind. Now, y'all, <clears throat> I know that they have the Rooney rule in the NFL, and then they also made other rules where they have to, you know, make sure they speak with two black coaches, I believe, when they're looking into these positions. Um, 
And they gave this whole crap when it, everything, Black Lives Matter, they said, oh, we were wrong. Okay, but you are not, the NFL is not putting their money where their mouth is. And that goes for the owners as well. And this is why many people do continue to boycott, and I completely understand that. Um, But this is why, because why would Josh McCown, you heard that right, why would he have a interview with the Texans, and he has, from what I know, does he have any head coaching? I mean, any head coaching experience, any offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator experience? I mean, I'm like, I'm. Let me look on here. Maybe there's something I'm missing. Josh McCown, okay, because the what the Josh McCown I know used to be a quarterback, but that and um that's all. And and when I say quarterback. Take those words as you want. So Josh McCown, he was signed by the Texans off the Eagles practice squad in November. Like literally, literally he was just in the league. He's been in the league for 19 years. Yes, okay, yeah. You're like a grad student that teaches the class when they're gone or whatever they would call that. You know, when the grad student teaches the class. But you're not the assistant professor. You're not the professor. And you're damn sure ain't the dean. So how, how in the world is Josh McCown skipping all those steps? But then we have Eric Bieniemy, a man who is the Chiefs offensive coordinator. You uh, Let me say that again, the Super Bowl Chiefs. Offensive coordinator. So when the Chiefs won, he, Eric Bieniemy, was the offensive coordinator. At that same time, I believe Josh McCown was on his couch or he was either on the bench. So why in the hell would these two be having the same type of job interviews? It, first of all, once they interview Airbnb, me, that should have been it. I don't care what he said in the interview. His work speaks for itself. I don't care if they say he interviews bad. That is just another tactic. And this is all a part of systemic racism, but I won't get into that. But that is a tactic to defer you and to bring you down and to make you seem as if you are not qualified when you are not just qualified, but probably overqualified for the position of the Texans since they are a horrible franchise. And yes, exactly. I remember when the Texans, you know, and of course they used to be the Oilers and then go move back, but y'all have not even done anything, Texans, for you to be out here trying to pass over Eric Bienemy. Now, I don't want to say too much now because it's not sure if you know nobody's been chosen they haven't hired anybody so Eric being me might get the job and many people are speaking out about it but that's never meant the gap thing thing before it's never meant nothing before but y'all think about that when you are black you have to be twice three times 
as good as your counterparts for the same opportunities. And even then, that could not be enough. And that, and that is something, (laughs) that is something that we will forever, we will forever work to change. We will forever to work to change it. And it's really ridiculous. And if the NFL really was what they said about Black Lives Matter and giving equal opportunity, then they will step in and say, what What are you doing? Josh McCown, that's like a high schooler without even going to college saying, hey, I want to be um, the dean of students. I, want, I mean, I want to um, apply to be the dean of students. Can I get an interview? Oh, yes, yes. What? Like, come on, y'all. It's so ridiculous. Ugh. When I saw this, I was just like, it, does, it doesn't even make sense. But then they also interviewed Jim Caldwell, and if you know him, he is the one I think I talked about him like last last uh, episode where I was saying he was the Lions coach, and then they fire him and all to get Matt Patricia and fire him all to get somebody else and probably fire him too. All along is just the people that you're hiring because this man was doing a good job before y'all was firing him. Of course, okay, sometimes he wasn't going to the playoffs, but he had, he was having like a 50-50 record, 9-7. and seven. I think one time they even tried to go 10-6 or something. So for them to have other people out there, how do you, how would you feel if you're even just Jim Caldwell and Eric being to me, knowing that you two are probably just on there because they have to have their, you know, they have to check off. Oh, yep, yeah, we did two black candidates. Yep. But who are we going to choose? Probably Josh McCown, to hell if we know. Or probably somebody within the family or somebody that works with somebody's daddy that worked with somebody's cousin. Because that's how it always is. And the shit's not fair. And when people are saying, keep politics out of sports, keep the sports out of the damn politics then. Because that's what this is. Anyways, I'm going to get off my soapbox, guys, because I could, <laughs> I could really go in about that because it's upsetting because I know Eric B. Enemy is such a good coach. But if not, hell, maybe he'll just – maybe Andy Reid, you know, soon he'll retire and then he could step up there. We never know. But this weekend, we'll see, guys. We'll have some good games. I'm sure that the, both games are going to come down to the end. People always tend to play harder when it's the playoffs. I love how each team was allowing um, fans and everybody knew that, hey, we need, you know, you need that extra kick in the butt when you're down. And it seemed like the fans really impacted teams like the Bills um, and a few other games. I mean, all the games that had fans, I felt like, damn, this feels like a real playoff game. So that was nice of, um, I think they said the governor – of New York had did that for the Bills. So that was nice of the people who, you know, who were there and had masks on and properly distanced. So stay safe, you guys. Um, I love talking to you guys, and I try, I'm continuously going to try to um, answer back to you guys when you try to, you know, debate with me. <laughs> um, but, of course, I can't go back and forth for 
you know, for forever, but usually I'm, I win within one sentence, so <laughs> just kidding. Thank you guys for all the love. I really appreciate it. I hope you guys are safe. I hope everybody has had a wonderful new year so far. We are coming up on February already. Can y'all believe it? Can you believe it? All right, guys. Um, make sure you follow me on Twitter and tweet me at Brianna Betty because we'll be watching some fights. Yes, if you guys don't know, I love boxing. I guess I think y'all probably know about that, but love boxing, some fights coming on, so I will be tweeting about it. They also got the McGregor fight. I mean, that should just be entertaining because he's just a client. Like, but hold on. Why Why did Habib, Habib has um, – really humble McGregor. That that was a different man. He wasn't talking about killing nobody and talking about nobody's wife this time. So I'm thinking once you get choked out, you 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 can be humble cuz the oxygen to your brain just gone. But yeah, guys, watch the fights this weekend. I'll talk to y'all later. Mwah.